Welcome guys to my first official episode of It Didn't End in L-O-V-E. I'm your host, Alexis McElroy, and I have to say, starting off, thank you all so much for the love and support that I've received. I am so happy to be putting out new content. Um, With that being said, in this episode, I wanted to talk about fetishes. About a week ago, um, I was checking out a book called The Encyclopedia of Unusual Sex Practices, and it had a whole bunch of terms on different fetishes that people have. I mean, shit gets weird. So there's pretty much a fetish for everything. Let's just say that there's a fetish where men like to have sex with amputees and there's like even a huge section on cannibalism. So it gets pretty dark. So the situation that I want to talk about today involves me and panty sniffers. You heard that. So let's get into it. So let's just say that panty sniffers can be anyone and these people can be anywhere. Just be mindful of where you leave your panties. You never know who may be a sniffer. I'm serious. Like for real though. So just a little bit um, of the technical side of panty sniffers. So the term that I found, they say that it's called bromidrophilia and this is the scientific word for it so bromidrophilia refers to an individual who finds the natural body odors of a person to be the most arousing erotic stimulus imaginable wow you hear that um so the urban dictionary on the other hand just gives a more explicit but easily understandable definition of the person just being a panty sniffer. So that's pretty much the term that I'm going to use today. Now, if that's not weird, it gets even weirder knowing that there is a website called pantydale.com. I actually looked into this. Um, But on this website, it's where you can sell your used dirty underwear, dirty socks, and make a buck or two crazy right so i mean if that's your thing you're looking to make some easy money there you go i gave that to you um so anyways now we're gonna go ahead and get into the story now in this story we're going to call the panty sniffer javante So just to let you guys know, I mean, names and identifying details have been changed to protect the privacy of the individuals. I do not want anyone coming after me. Um, So we're just going to go with Javante. Um, And then I'll just say that Javante is not a guy that I dated, but it was a guy that I could have dated or at least hooked up with if I had not found out some things beforehand. Um, But to kind of give you a background of what led up um, into, you know, getting in contact with Javante, I do have to tell you just a bit about me joining Herbalife. And I wonder how many of you guys are familiar with Herbalife. I'm sure everyone's familiar who's not um, a Herbalife distributor that you you have on like your friends list right now. So um, yeah, this is like when I joined Herbalife, um, something I will probably never do again, but I definitely want to share my story with you. So a few years ago, about 2014, I saw this pop up on my timeline about this girl that had lost 75 pounds. 
So at the time, I was like, I'm trying to lose some weight. For those who know me, you guys know that I am always on a weight loss journey. Um, Check my Instagram. Um, (laughs) So anyways, um, I reached out to her and I asked her, you know, how does she do it? And that's when she told me about Herbalife. At this time, I did not really know too much about Herbalife. Um, I'd have people approach me before about the company, but I hadn't really looked into it. So I was so wowed by her results that I ended up purchasing about two months worth of product for about $250. Wow, I know, right? That's like pricey. So yeah, I remember thinking like, this is so expensive. Like, I don't know if I can continue to spend like $250, but I was determined at this time to get results. And I mean, the products were decent to say the least. I mean, I actually ended up losing 10 pounds with working out every day consistently. Um, So I won't completely knock Herbalife. Um, But yeah, that was my experience with them. So I remember that after a while, because the girl lived in California, she had told me about some friends she had lived that she knew um, that lived closer to me in the Phoenix area. And she said that they could help me out and help me stay accountable. So then she gave my, she told me like, she's like, I'm going to give my information to them and they're going to reach out to you, which they did. So one of the guys I messaged with back and forth, um, he seemed a bit arrogant to me. So I really didn't make a connection with him. The second guy um, that, that really stood out to me was Javante. So Javante was nice and welcoming Um, He seemed like he was very sincere with helping me out, Um, not to mention, I guess he had a full-time job as a nurse, um, and he was kind of cute. So from his pics, ladies, I mean, Javante was like, it looks like he was tall, you know, like had this nice dark chocolate skin with nice, you know, sculpted arms and tattoos. And I mean, he did have a few pics where he showed off his super fit physique and abs. So I mean, he was pretty nice to look at, like no lie. Well, anyways, Javante reached out to me to be a part of his boot camp a few times. And just due to my work schedule and him being so far away, about an hour or so, I never could find a time to get to head out that way. Um, I think there was a time where we scheduled to meet up to talk about the boot camp, but it never happened. And from that point, we didn't talk as much. I think he messaged me occasionally to say hi, but that was about it. Um, after a while, you know, just with me using the Herbalife products, I think I just decided that because of, you know, the price and it being so expensive, I didn't want to continue. So I kind of, you know, forgot about it, moved on, and Herbalife was far from my mind. Fast forward to two years ago, I was thinking of ways to make money. At this time, fitness coaches were on the rise, um, and I came across a fitness coach named Tom in Texas. I was feeling motivated to be on a fitness journey and make money, so I ended up signing up with him. It wasn't until my coach told me that I had to attend one of those Herbalife events when I started thinking that maybe I need to meet people in my area. And when I say Herbalife events, I'm sure you guys are familiar. These are like those events or seminars that the Herbalife people go to where they get all dressed up. 
Um, and then like they post like a thousand pics of people giving speeches and talking about how much herbal life changed their life and yada yada yada. Yeah, so one of those events. Um, well, I wanted to attend and I did not know anyone in my area. And then my coach said he was looking into people that I can meet up with in Arizona, but he had no success. It wasn't until um, Javante had posted something on his timeline about Herbalife that I remembered him and reached out to him. I told him that I had signed up as a distributor for Herbalife. I remember he responded with congratulations and asked who I signed up under. And I told him, you know, some guy in Texas. And he was like, oh, well, why didn't you sign up with me? And I explained that I was like, I wasn't in a good place at the time to do Herbalife originally. And it seemed like a good opportunity now. So that's why I did it. And so he was like, okay, well, the conversation quickly changed from Herbalife to, so what are you doing tonight? And that's when things took a turn. I told him that I'm going to bed early and that I have to be to work at 7 a.m. And that's when he, he responded with, well, you can crash at my place. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. So then he says something about going to his house at 9 p.m. And I told him, I'm like, those are booty call hours. And then he's like, well, you're not going to give me no booty? And I responded with, what type of girl do you think I am? And he said, well, I don't know. I don't judge. And I responded with, hmm, right. So then he asked if I had snap. And that's where things got interesting. Um, At this point, I mean, I could have shooed him off like the creep he was, but I didn't. He was, after all, kind of cute, and I was single, so who cares? Um, so I gave him my Snapchat, and we started snapping, or Snapchatting. Um, and I'm going to be real and say things go down when you're Snapchatting, and that's all I'm, that's all I'm going to comment on that. Um, so we started snapping, and he kept asking me to go over to his place, and... You know, I'm that girl, like, I'm like, I, I just nicely decline. I'm like, no, thank you. Um, so we kept chatting, and it wasn't long before he made another attempt to come to um, ask me to come over, and I was like, nah, I'm good. He then said, well, if you're not going to come over, can you do me a favor? And I was like, uh, what do you want me to do? And he responded with, can you drop up your can you drop your panties off in my house? And I said, what do you mean drop off my panties? Are you joking? And he was like, ha ha ha. And so, I mean, I was like, ew. And I didn't respond. And I think he noticed. So then he wrote back for real though. Like, it would be really nice if you could drop off your panties. I mean, you don't even have to come over and stay. I just, I just want your underwear. And I'm like, ew. But I didn't, like, say that, of course, in a, in the messaging. So I was like, what are you going to do with my panties exactly? And so his response was, well, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I didn't respond. And so then, like, he kept sending messages and he added, um, when you do drop them off, can you make sure that, like, you worked, you worked in him, worked in them and, you know, you wore them all day? And I said, so you want them dirty? And he is like, yeah, duh. 
And I think at this point, I was, like, so weirded out and, like, left a conversation. Like, I was thinking, I'm like, I am not going to freaking drive an hour away to drop off some dirty underwear. Like, you got me messed up. So, I mean, that's where the conversation ended. Maybe he reached out to me a few times and didn't bring it up. But I just remember that after that experience and that conversation, it just ruined it for me. I mean, he may have reached out again, but I was just like so turned off. I mean, I couldn't look at his Snapchat stories or pictures the same. Like even to this day, he's he's still on, I think, like my Facebook and Snapchat or whatever. Um, but I just always look at his pictures and I kind of just like laugh to myself. And I'm like, I will always remember him as a panty sniffer or like a guy that's just like, ew. And I also just think about, like, all the girls that probably fawn all over him. And, I mean, they don't know he's a panty sniffer. Like, not yet anyway. Because, I mean, like I said, he's a good-looking guy. So, um, just being, like, a coach with Herbalife, that's what he strongly promotes. He does have all those boot camps. He's always, like, posed up or hugging some girl and I'm sure like I said he's gotten you know plenty of women that's probably like ooh, there's you know like he's hot but I mean I don't think they know that he's a panty sniffer or maybe they do know and they're cool with it but (laughs) that was just something that was just really like really made me uncomfortable so that's pretty much the end of that story that I did want to share with you guys um but This does remind me of some other stories that I have heard about panty sniffers. So I did definitely want to share those with you. So the first story I wanted to share um, is, you know, a story from someone else that was kind of in that particular situation. But this one was a little bit weird. And that's why I originally said that panty sniffers or people with these kind of fetishes can be anyone, can be anywhere. So (laughs) watch your panties, like watch where you store them or where you place them. Um, So anyways, about a year ago, um, I remember I had a coworker, you know, who we were sitting with and having lunch with. And, you know, she started off by saying, you know, guys, uh, I've been going through a situation and it's weird. And like, I just don't know how to feel about it. I remember her saying that. And so she was saying that, um, there was this situation where her panties kept coming up missing and she couldn't find them. And she said it wasn't long before she discovered that her teenage stepson had been stealing her underwear and was stashing them between his mattresses. Um, You know, she also said that her missing panties were anything but clean. And I think that was probably the most disturbing part. It was already bad enough that he was stealing her underwear and stashing them in the mattresses. But it was also more disturbing to know that, you know, her stepson was stealing her dirty underwear. Um, And I know she was saying that her husband was like very disturbed and really like upset that his son was stealing his wife's panties. (laughs) 
<laughs> so isn't that awkward, right? Um, so the next story, um, if you think that that one is not weird, um, my mom occasionally tells the story of how my grand when my grandmother was younger, I guess my dad was like probably like 19 or 20. He was young. Um, and this is like my dad's mom that we're talking about. Um, my grandma had a boyfriend that actually kept stealing her panties and he would wear them on his head. <laughs> so um, my mom said that there was a time when my dad walked in on my grandma. She was in an argument with her boyfriend and she was telling him to give her back her panties and he wouldn't. And I guess my dad was like, you know, give my mom her panties back, you know, and you know, I guess it was like some kind of confrontation and my dad like chased after him and the dude jumped out the window. <laughs> so that's all I know of that story. But isn't that crazy, right? Oh my God, some story. So like I said, um, panty sniffers can be anyone. It could be anywhere. Um, just, just you know, watch where you leave your panties. And, you know, if they do come up missing and, you know, you, you know, you have so many and, you know, you don't know where they are and you can't find them, you might have to do a little search. So anyways, um, there you have it. Uh, this is a story about, like I said, a, a guy who clearly had a dirty panty fetish. Um, so ladies or gents, whoever's listening, I do have to ask, like, what is the weirdest request that you have received from a guy or a girl? Um, do you think that this panty fetish is weird, normal, questionable? Like, you let me know in a comment. And if you enjoyed this story, feel free to subscribe or follow me for more on my next episode. I will see you guys soon. Thank you all for tuning in. In this next episode, I wanted to dive a bit into the world of online dating. Woohoo! What happens when you find out a bit about yourself from the comments of other people? I can't wait to share more with you. Tune in for the next episode. Thank you for listening.